It has been so long since the Boston Bruins last played that I was starting to forget what they looked like. But here on Wednesday, October 20th, our Boston Bruins finally back in action. Their second game of the season will be played tonight in Philadelphia on TNT. And I'm going to tee that game up today and uh, get into some other news and notes with regards to the black and gold and around the NHL. So let's get into today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, shall we? Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? It's Ian McLaren, and I am your host of Locked On Boston Bruins, a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Like I mentioned, today is Wednesday, October 20th. Our Bruins finally back in action tonight. Uh, some teams have played four games. The Seattle Kraken have already played five games, and Boston finally playing their second game of the season preview that here in a moment. Before we do, I want to just thank you for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Pocket Casts is what I use on my Android phone. And uh, we are also on YouTube. So please do subscribe wherever you listen or watch. And each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. Uh, if you could also rate and review, that would be that would be cool. Uh, the podcast is available, or not available, but we're also on uh, social media. So you can follow along at Locked NHL Bruins on both Instagram and Twitter. And uh, for those of you watching, you can see uh, at ENC McLaren uh, is where you can find me on both uh, Twitter and Instagram too. If you are watching a video, you may notice that there's an extra bookshelf in the background. I put together an Ikea Billy bookshelf yesterday and we now have the trifecta going with the uh, electric fireplace embedded in one of them, which is very cozy here in my home office. Anyways, let's get into uh, what's happening today. And it was announced on Tuesday afternoon by head coach Bruce Cassidy that Jeremy Swayman will make his second consecutive start uh, to begin the season. Uh, He said, we liked Swayman's game in the opener against Dallas on Saturday, so he'll get the net again. And with Swayman starting in Philadelphia, it means Linus Ulmark will make his Boston Bruins regular season debut on Friday night in Buffalo against his old team. Uh, Cassidy said he knows them better than anybody. They probably know him better than anybody. So always a flip side of both, uh, but hopefully he's ready to go. Uh, Allmark somewhat struggled through the preseason, uh, took a while to get acclimated to the new system, new city, new teammates. Uh, Even team president Cam Neely acknowledged that they expected a bit of a slower start for him especially since he hadn't played since April. Uh, but uh, Bruce Cassidy said, Ulmark is battling. He's in a good place in the locker room. 
and he seems to be getting more adjusted, which is uh, which is great to hear. Uh, he certainly seems to be getting along well with Jeremy Swayman as well. After the uh, season opening win against Dallas, uh, Allmark skated to the crease, gave Swayman a big hug, uh, and then posted it on Instagram, uh, which was pretty cool to see. So, yeah, there's always some healthy competition between goaltenders. Everybody wants to start. Everybody wants to play. Uh, but I don't think it's necessary to take it to goalie controversy. It's just, yeah, just uh, good for them to play off each other and to help each other get better. Uh, Cassidy, along those lines, said it's a competition. So when you get your chance, do what you need to do to stay in the net so that we don't take you out. And that's kind of the message to both of them. Again, not a controversy, a competition. In terms of the rest of the lineup, uh, I would not expect any changes. Everybody came out of the season opener relatively healthy. Uh, so the top line of Marchand, Bergeron, Pasternak will remain intact, as will the trio of Hall, Coyle, and uh, Craig Smith. That trio looks to find some more chemistry. Um, you know, they only had one preseason game together in the season opener. Uh, so hopefully they continue to gel and get on the score sheet. The third line of Jake DeBrusque, Eric Howla, and Nick Foligno. Uh, Bruce Cassidy says he sees them as a line that can handle just about any responsibility, uh, scoring, and checking other teams' players, which would be uh, amazing to be able to deploy them against the top opposition. That would free up the top two lines to – uh, you know, be removed from those defensive responsibilities and free them up to have a bigger role offensively as well, which is the goal. Um, he said they talked to that line this week. They've had a lot of time to practice, plenty of opportunity uh, to work on taking on a checking role uh, because they're not quite sure about the fourth line yet. Uh, they hadn't played together a lot, weren't sure if they were going to be able to play against top two lines. Uh, so they talked to the third line and those guys are keen on taking on some added defensive responsibilities. Uh, they did do that in the game against the stars. Uh, and then of course they combined for that game winning goal, uh, in the third period. Uh, Nick Foligno said they liked the majority of their game. There's always room for improvement, but it's game one to be able to contribute in a game where it was kind of choppy power plays, penalty kills. Didn't get a lot of five-on-five five time. To come away with a big goal like that, we were really happy as a line to be able to help that way. It's something they're looking to do as a line. But more importantly, just be responsible as well. Be that line that can contribute when they have the opportunity. Also being able to put out there in those moments when they need momentum back or they want to keep it, keep it going. A good step in the right direction. Um I've mentioned a couple times here on the podcast that I think Nick Foligno is going to be huge for Jake DeBrusque in terms of uh, being kind of a positive voice, a mentor, a leader, uh, a fresh voice. Uh, Foligno said, Jake's figuring out what makes him a great player. Straight ahead, gifted guy. He can skate. He can make plays. He can also play a power style too. Uh, he said if he can encourage him in any way and help him, it's part of pulling on the same rope and being the team they envision being. He's a great kid, Felino added. He's really a lot of fun to be around. 
I love being around guys like that. And they had an instant connection as well, having a lot of fun together. Uh, so yeah, I really love that new look third line. I love the uh, chemistry between Felino and uh, DeBrusque and uh, Howlett in there is also uh, very effective. Curtis Lazar remains sidelined. So that line of Frederick, Nozick and Kuhlman will likely get some more reps together. Uh, I, I wouldn't anticipate Anton Bleed uh, coming in the lineup at this point after a win. Bruce Cassidy doesn't really change the lineup after a win. Uh, so, yeah, that should be uh, what we have tonight for the nationally televised game against the Philadelphia Flyers. We'll talk about uh, the Flyers side of things here in a moment. Uh, but before we do, a quick word about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar out there. And Built Bar has so many delicious flavors. There's really something for everyone. Uh, there's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. They also have some special edition um, Built Bars like raspberry or grasshopper cookie. Uh, actually, raspberry is not a special one. That's a regular one. Grasshopper cookie is one that you can get. Uh, now, but not only are Built Bar flavors great tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. And again, thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. It really does mean a lot. We are free and available on all platforms. Yesterday was a great day numbers-wise on the podcast, and I am uh, very excited that we are all kind of feeling, yeah, that excitement around the Bruins. We were all waiting uh, with bated breath for another game, and we have one here tonight. Uh, follow Locked NHL Bruins for instant reaction from the game we're recording a quick video uh, to recap whatever happens uh, this evening now from the philadelphia flyers side of things uh what is their record to start the season they are of course uh over in the metropolitan division the bruins and flyers were in the same division last season uh they've played two games 101-1 for three points uh which is well behind the Pittsburgh Penguins, but they have two games in hand. So, of course, we always have to keep in mind uh, point percentage, as mentioned yesterday when talking about the um, Atlantic Division power rankings. So the Philadelphia Flyers, uh, three points out of an available four to begin the season. Uh, when it comes to the Metropolitan Division, look at point percentage. They're fifth. They have a plus four goal differential, and they are led in scoring right now by young Joel Farabee. Uh, he is an emerging star for the uh, Flyers, a native of Syracuse, New York. He was a 14th overall pick back in 2018. Uh, following Farabee, you have Travis Konechny, a 2015 draft pick. We don't need to rehash that. Uh, veteran Derek Broussard. 
and who is, uh, yeah, he's got two goals, one assist so far, a couple of new faces on the black back end, uh, in Ryan Ellis and Keith Yandel, a guy that was always tied to the Bruins, but ended up in, uh, Philadelphia. He's got three points and then Claude Giroux as well at two points. Don't forget Jacob Voracek was traded for Cam Atkinson, uh, and the, uh, Flyers also feature Sean Couturier, who was a Selkie Trophy winner a couple of years ago, always in the running for that. It looks as though uh, Martin Jones is going to get the start. He has yet to play this season. He jumped over to Philadelphia from the San Jose Sharks this past offseason. And uh, we all know that Martin Jones was once on the Boston Bruins cap friendly page, at least. Uh, didn't make a start for this team, but uh, as he was flipped to the Sharks uh, for Sean Corrali, first round pick, and uh, yeah, the Bruins will get a chance to see Martin Jones in the opposition's crease tonight. Uh, hasn't been great in the last few years. It wasn't really a tough decision for the Sharks to move on, and uh, hopefully the Bruins could take advantage of that tonight. Speaking of goaltending, Tugarask in the news this morning. Uh, Sean Shapiro of The Athletic uh, citing Yuri uh, Letnin, who's the Finland GM, saying that they still believe that uh, Tugarask is the nation's top goalie if healthy. They have to wait and see what happens with his injury and how he recovers, but Tugarask well on the radar for the Finnish national team in advance of the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. Now, of course, uh, UC Saros, likely the uh, starter for Team Finland. Uh, he is the number one guy in Nashville at the moment. Uh, very, very good goaltender. But Tugarask, if healthy, is uh, likely to be at least a backup if if he wants to go. Uh, Lettinen said... UC is the only number one on an NHL roster, so they have to see how others get playing time and what they do. There's some other Finnish goalies like Eunice Corpusalo in Columbus, Kevin Lankinen in Chicago, uh, Miko Koskinen, Capo Kakinen, Billy Huso. A lot of young guys. going to be interesting to see how the order might change from September to December and so forth. But when it comes to uh, Tugarask, if he's able to get into some games, then, uh, you know, it'll be a, a smaller sample size, perhaps, that they'd like to draw from. But if he looks good, then uh, they certainly might give him a call and uh, see how he is uh, playing in advance of, of the Olympics. So, yeah, whether or not Tugarask returns to the Bruins, he might very well be playing against uh, some Bruins at the Olympics in uh, in February. Bet online is the best place to make all your bets for this hockey season. Uh, you can head to their new updated desktop or mobile website and sign up today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON uh, for that 50% welcome bonus. Uh, they have you covered from basketball, which starts tonight, football, Baseball playoffs, hockey, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. 
It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right, let's take a quick look at some news and notes from around the NHL. Uh, Last night, I watched the end of the uh, Winnipeg-Manitoba game, which was very exciting. Joel Erickson-Eck recorded a hat-trick in the 6-5 victory. Uh, I recently added him in my uh, NHL salary cap keeper league, so I'm feeling pretty good about that pick at the moment. On the other side of things, Jack Hughes was injured in the uh, win over the Seattle Kraken. I have him on my roster as well, so very much hoping that he is uh, okay. Uh, St. Louis winger Pavel Buchnevich received a two-game suspension for headbutting Arizona Coyotes forward Lawson Krause on Monday. Uh, second headbutting incident in the NHL this season, which is a bit odd. Uh, and we wish Hall of Famer Mike Bossy all the best as he's stepping away from broadcasting duties with TVA Sports after being diagnosed uh, with lung cancer. So wishing all the best to that NHL uh, legend. As you mentioned yesterday that Evander Kane suspended 21 games for faking his COVID vaccination card, uh, which was not smart. And uh, wondering if the Sharks will be able to move his contract. Uh, it's going to be very difficult to do so, but they're going to try. I, I saw yesterday that uh, Logan Couture, team captain, said that they have not been in contact. He doesn't know of any uh, teammates that have reached out to to uh, to Evander Kane. So it doesn't look like he'll be very welcome back in, uh, no matter what. Um, and finally, some good news, quote unquote, with uh, the Bruins not having played lately. Uh, it was nice to see both the Canadians and the Blackhawks lose again last night. They are both 0-4 to begin the season, which, uh, yeah, we, we hate to see it, don't we? Uh, not really. I, those are two of my least favorite teams, despite the fact that I um, did root for the Canadians in the final last year against the Lightning, the lesser of two evils. Uh, but they are both back to uh, their losing ways, and I don't hate it. Finally, uh, some more reaction to Jimmy Hayes' passing. Uh, Len Bugard, who is the uh, father of Derek Bugard, who died in May of 2011 from mixing alcohol and oxycodone. Uh, Len said, there isn't a day that goes by that I don't think about Derek, about the quirky smile he had where he'd just sit and look at you and laugh. And, uh, you know, he is reflecting on Jimmy Hayes' death and says, how many players have to die before the NHL acknowledges there's a problem? Ten years ago with Derek, I maintained that it was a learning experience for everybody so that Derek didn't die in vain. We continue to just go through the same thing. It was Steve Monador's dad after him, and now it's Jimmy Hayes' dad saying he wants to bring this to everyone's attention so it doesn't happen to everyone else. It's going to take more players dying, maybe three or four back-to-back again, or maybe more for the NHL to do something. Uh, He said, that sounds so callous, but, you know, what's it going to take take for the NHL to pay attention and 
um, you know, get uh, a hold of, of this problem around the NHL. We all glorify players playing through pain, but that comes at a cost. And, and we're seeing that here uh, most recently with Jimmy Hayes. Anyways, that is today's episode of Locked on Boston Bruins. Thanks again for making this your first listen of the day. Your second listen should be the Locked on NHL Fantasy Show, hosted by Scott Cullen, which is also available free on all platforms. Of course, we'll be watching the Bruins Flyers tonight and uh, very excited to see the black and gold back in action after another long layoff. They will uh, be playing later this week as well against the Buffalo Sabres on Friday. As I mentioned, Linus Allmark will make his first start there. And then uh, they will be playing on Sunday afternoon, 1 p.m. against the San Jose Sharks as they continue their Eastern Conference road trip. So yeah, happy uh, happy Wednesday, friends. Uh, hope you're all having a great week. And we'll be back tomorrow to recap tonight's game and uh, look ahead to the Friday night game against the Buffalo Sabres, an undefeated Buffalo Sabres team, if you can believe it. So yeah, thanks for listening to Locked On Boston Ruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.